And I woke up one day and it was gone, <laughs> like gone, gone. Welcome to the Share Your Story podcast with your host, Megan McGowan, and her guests as they share real, raw, inspiring stories of how they have overcome adversity and the lessons they've learned along the way. Megan's mission is to change perspectives, offer hope, and create connections with her audience to make the world we live in a more connected place. All right, let's dive into this episode. Hey guys, um, welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have a very special guest with me today. Wendy has been someone that I have known for, I think since I was like 15 years old. Um, so such an incredible woman. She's a literal ray of sunshine. Um, I love spending time with her, but I have heard her story on multiple occasions and it is one that has really resonated with me uh, because it goes to show the trials and tribulations that we face in life. And sometimes we get knocked down and, and we hit rock bottom and we don't know what to do, but it's finding that strength to stand back up again. And this is a story that is so inspiring to me. So Wendy, thank you for joining me today. I am so excited. excited. So tell us a little bit about, about everything. Start journey, the journey, (laughs) the journey. journey. So I, I'm, I'm 52 years old. Proud to say that now a few years ago, I was like, wait, what? Um, I was married for 20 plus years, Mm -hmm. had, you know, the perfect little life, you know, great husband, two beautiful children that, you know, were seemingly perfect, you know, and everything was great until one day it wasn't. Yeah. Um, you know, I woke up one day in this perfect world and this perfect life of, of travel and the best schools and shopping. And and I didn't work. I mean, I I would do a lot of charity work and I worked here and there, but I wasn't a full-time, you know, I was a full-time mother. Mm -hmm. Um, and I woke up one day and it was gone, (laughs) like, gone, gone. Um, rug was pulled from underneath pulled you. out from under the rug. And actually I didn't tell this story before when you heard me, but I found out what was going on in my life at the Gucci store. <laughs> Did I tell you that? No. <laughs> Buying a pair of shoes. That, Cause that's the kind of life I lived. Buying a pair of shoes. Um, to make a long story short, um, my then husband, um, was in business for himself, uh, lost his biggest client and decided not to tell me and decided to proceed to live exactly the way we lived and not change anything. Um, and his biggest client was probably 90% of his income. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, hmm, how does that work? Um, this went on for three years before I found out. So wow. But in those three years, we went to Europe twice. We went to, we went to, I mean, like it was insane. I, I kind of feel like we were living even bigger than we were before this happened. Wow. I think it was because he was compensating, trying to make up for it, like pretend like nothing happened. And he drained every single bank account we had, every investment account we had, forged my name on things you would die. Yeah, things. And it was, it, it was like an explosion happened. And I was like, and his own sister, was the one who even told me what he was doing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Was she the one that I, called you on the phone that day? No, what happened was I found I I I found out because I I went to go buy a pair of shoes and the charge was declined. And I was like, oh, the car got hacked or whatever. You know, because that happens all the time. 
course, yeah. And I was like, can you just call? And they were like, and I said, you know what? Never mind. And I, it was the holidays were coming up, and I was like, should I really be buying this pair of shoes? And so I used my credit card and it wasn't even a credit card. It was a debit card. It was money I never used. I used it for little things when I kind of didn't want him to know. <laughs> um, and I felt because we were, there was a lot of stuff going on, whatever. So we, I was like, you know what? I'll pay for the shoes. Mm-hmm. Charge declined. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. And the, my salesperson that knows me is like, wait, what? <laughs> Long story short, they got, I had to get on with the fraud department and they're like, Oh no, there's no money in this account. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And that's kind of how I found out. mm -hmm. So I found out that I found out a couple of other little things and I just, it was right before the holidays and I needed to get through the holidays without thinking almost without, I didn't think it was this bad. I thought, okay, fine. I just, you know, wanted to pretend like everything was perfectly fine for Thanksgiving. And that went into Christmas the week after new year's. I, in the process, had found out a couple of other things. And I knew in my heart, it was so much bigger than these couple of things I found out. Yeah. And I called his sister because I was basically saying to her, and I didn't even get it out. I wanted him to go stay with her. They, you know, I'm in New Jersey. She lives on Long Island. I wanted him to go stay with her for like a week or two. I just needed my space. I needed to clear my head. And she literally admitted everything she's like she she, wow. she she couldn't stand it anymore she had known the whole time yeah. and I don't blame her um because it's her you know it's her only brother oh not only brother but you know he, he's like the baby of the family and she was like the mom mm-hmm. I understand so I don't judge her for not telling me but she did say for those three years you have to tell her you have to tell her you have to and he never did wow yeah anyway so I then really freaked out and had to basically stay quiet because my daughter was a senior in high school. I wanted, she's such a good kid. And Megan, you know, my daughter, Yeah, she's, the she's such a good girl. I wanted her to have prom. I wanted her to have graduation. I wanted her to have all these things that you do your senior year. She'd already gotten into college. I wanted life to be perfect for her. Cause I knew her world was going to fall apart the minute she found out. Yeah. So I figured after graduation summer, that's when we're going to tell, that's when we'll tell the kids. Cause I was, it took me about three seconds to be like, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, so, no. yeah. I mean, but, but the reason, you know, we tell this story is it sounds so easy for me to say that a lot of women can't leave. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't know. I don't know what it was. I was on autopilot. I didn't know where I was going to go. I didn't know what I was going to do. I just knew I couldn't do it. And that's a huge thing. Cause I have so many women saying to me, but how did you actually leave? Yeah. Saying I can't leave. I'm like, yes, you can. You can trust me. You can. You just have to figure it out. Yeah. Um, you know, and I was not. I. 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 I didn't know. I literally didn't know what I was going to do, and told the kids. They both went to college. So then I was alone with him. Then. <laughs> Ugh. And um, and I just decided that that's it. I. I gotta leave. And I'm not sleeping on my sister's couch. And I'm not. I have to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and thankfully I was working for Lime Life by Alcone. So I, you know, I was kind of doing stuff for them. Like I was kind of selling for them. Um, and thank God I was, because let me tell you, it saved me. And, you know, I really sat and focused on it and had to figure out a way to get out and figure out a way to earn my own money. Cause clearly there was none left. Um, 
and I, and I, and I lived, I, I really didn't know what I was going to do. <laughs> and, and I, and looking back, I'm like, wait, how did I, 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 I don't know. It's, it's this inner strength that you just find and you don't even know you have it. So when these women say, I don't know how to get out, just go, I, you know, and Michelle Gay, who's the CEO of Limelight said, you know, she said, there's two people in the world I know can just do whatever and figure it out. And she's like, and you're one of them. I'm like, oh, <laughs> wow. She, gave, she gave me a lot of strength. Let me tell you her, even she doesn't even realize it. Little comments, little text messages, little things she would say. And mm-hmm. I, you know, felt like I could take over the world <laughs> in my yeah. own little bubble. She but does. yeah, you know, scary trying to figure it out. And my way of figuring it out is I left by the time I had to put money to live somewhere, I had a hundred dollars left in my bank account. I didn't know how I was going to eat. I didn't know anything. Wow. Um, and then my girlfriend came over and I had tons of beautiful designer handbags and shoes. We lined them all up and I was like, we can get rid of all of them. And I had to decide which ones were going to go and which ones were going to stay, which was very hard for me. But now I'm like, who cares? Yeah. It used to be important to me. And now I'm, I really don't care, but thank God, like I said this to you before, thank God I had those things. Yeah. You know, I was able to live for a few months by selling. I mean, I literally had to sell my possessions for a few months. Wow. You, you, you got to do what you got to do. Oh, I sold clothes. I sold, you know, yeah. I sold a lot. <laughs> I mean, that's just, it's incredible though. You're talking about that inner strength that so often it's like, what's, what's, you know, how, how am I going to do it? How am I going to step out the door? I don't have any money. I don't have any resources. I don't, but you, you know, need to go back to the why, like you deserve more and you realize you deserve way more than this. Yeah. I never thought I didn't deserve it. I knew I did not deserve to be treated the way he treated me. And it had this, and by the way, let, let me just say this. And I usually say this, this has nothing to do with money. Yes. He, yeah he drained everything and stole from me and forged my name on things and, and did uh, unthinkable things. Um, thankfully, as far as I know, he never cheated on me. Cause that to me would actually hurt more than, <laughs> than, than money. Um, and he didn't have like, you know, an alcohol issue or a drug issue. He just was embarrassed and, and didn't know what to do. And I, and the part that makes me sad is that he felt he couldn't come to me and discuss it because people that know me, said, why would he not tell you? You're the first person that would have been like, all right, I got it. I'm going to, I'll go get a job and I'll figure it out and we'll work it out. So that's on him. But I never, I knew I never deserved to be treated the way he treated me. Um, and again, this isn't about money. It's about the mountain of lies he had to tell me every single day mm-hmm. so that I wouldn't find anything out. Mm-hmm. That's the, that was the, that's the worst part of it is the lies. So, <laughs> so I, cause he, he, I believe, I mean, for years, I believed everything he said, why yeah, wouldn't I, I when would. you're married for 20 plus years, why wh- wh- now all of a sudden I'm not going to believe you. Yeah. yeah, I know it's, it's kind of crazy, but again, things happen for a reason. <laughs> and then you kind of started this whole new era of, of living by yourself and starting a whole new life. Yeah, and it was scary in the beginning, you know, like I'm now living alone for the first time because my kids are in college. I'm living alone for the first time in 30 years. Wow. I was like, yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do? I know it was, well, it, it was good. It was good and bad. Like I was scared every day for in the beginning, but thankfully like 
I can, when you're when you're alone, you can cry when you want to cry. You can be angry when you want to. And like, if you were living with people, you might not share those feelings with yourself. You know what I mean? So it was good. But, you know, here's the other thing. I have a daughter who's 22. Yeah. Best example I ever made for her in her entire life. Yes. Yes. And she, she I mean, neither of my kids are upset that, that we got divorced. I mean, yes, they're upset we got divorced. They both 1000% understand and do not judge me. And they are like, good for you. I mean, not in the very beginning, but now a few years later, no. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you keep yourself so busy. <laughs> I do. So, I'm sure you don't even have a moment to sit in your house by yourself. Um, tell us about what you're up to this whole new journey new that you're on. Yeah. New company. <laughs> it's incredible. I, ever since you started talking about slick chicks, I just, I, it was something I have never heard of before. It was so innovative. Um, and I'm so, so excited for the future of that company. So tell us about your role there, what you're doing, what is the company? Yeah. Well, so it started with, um, so as I mentioned before, I was working for Lime Life by Alcone. They started a fund that the employees and the, the beauty guides of the company can earn shares in. The very first recipient of the fund was this woman, her name is Helia, and she invented this product that it's a pair of underwear that you don't have to bend over to put on. So that's kind of how it started. Her, her sister had a C-section that didn't go well and, and needed and couldn't bend over and she created this product and that's literally how it launched. Wow. I came in because um, thankfully, again, Michelle Gay thought of me when they were launching this company hell you needed someone to get out there and sell it and thankfully like I said Michelle thought of me and thought if anyone's going to be able to get this out there <laughs> Wendy can yeah so I started and it's like I, I had no idea what I was I mean I'm, I still kind of feel like I don't know what I'm doing but I do um so it's an adaptive clothing company um we're not just intimates anymore it used to be just underwear and then it went from underwear and into bras and now we have a full line of loungewear so I didn't even know what the word adaptive meant when I was first introduced to her. Yeah. And I couldn't, it was very funny when I kept talking to people about it, like my friends, I kept forgetting the word adaptive because it's not <laughs> like a word you use all the time. And I'm yeah. like, you know, it's um, when, you know, you can't do I'm like adaptive <laughs> anyway. So um, it's an untapped market Absolutely. and that's, and that's why we have exploded over, not overnight, but it seems like overnight. Yeah. Um, so it's intimates and clothing now that you can put on without, if you have any sort of a prosthetic, if you have, you've just had surgery and you have a port or a tube or, you know, the model we just used for the loungewear has a prosthetic leg, the pants zipper up the side, everything is for wow. ease of putting on. So we say it's when fashion meets function. Um, it's, and it solves a problem. I think that's the biggest, the biggest yeah. thing for me is that it solves a problem. It's, it's not problem. just a pair of underwear. It's not just a bra. It solves a problem. And you mentioned something to me the other day that I thought was incredible that I had no clue about was, um, women in war. Yeah. It's my new, my new journey. Now I'm going to, I'm going to help all of them. Yeah. <laughs> and men. We're coming out with men's too. Um, yes. Yeah, right now it's women's, um, teen is coming out. We have like a tween line. 
um, kids and men's is developed and we just have to figure out how we're launching it. So that's going to be exciting. But we, I heard from women in the military and they, and again, I don't have any family in the military, so I didn't understand it until she explained it to me. She needs the, the underwear because when they're out in the field, she doesn't need to take her pants all the way off to change her underwear. And apparently taking your pants all the way off is a pain in the neck because the boots alone are a pain in the neck and they have all sorts of gear on them where literally you just have to pull it down to like your thigh and you put it on as if you would put a diaper on, but there are these high end, you know, really amazing quality underwear and you just unhook the sides, take it off and put another pair on done. And wow. there's nothing grosser than not being able to change your underwear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, ew. Exactly. You're out on a mission for three days and the only thing you want is a clean pair of underwear to keep you going. Yeah. You can provide them with that. Yeah. So we um way. are, you know, hopefully launching in one of the exchanges, which is like the department store for the military. Um, I mean, I, my dream, um, and I'm working on it, mm -hmm. is to be in the deployment packs for the the military women. They're given a pack with all the stuff they need. And right now they get a sports bra and plain underwear. Um, why wouldn't we give them something that can help them? Exactly. Yeah. So that's, it's yeah. apparently really hard to get that, but I'm going to keep working. <laughs> if anyone could do it, you could do it. Yeah. If, and if anyone listening to this knows anybody high up in the government or the military <laughs> that can help me get a government contract for this, <laughs> let you know, call me. <laughs> well, it's so funny because it's something that like when has underwear ever, or even undergarments ever been redesigned or reimagined in any way? It's something it's, it's been yeah. the same. It always has been the same and that's it. So that's yeah. why this and is. And then Spanx came along, which changed the intimate world, but that's not, you know, that, that was not really underwear per se It was shapewear mm -hmm. and it solved a problem. That's what, you know, I keep saying this and people keep saying, you know, you're like the new Spanx, but in a different way. And I'm like, yes, you have, I mean, so much success in, in getting your foot into all of these major yeah. department stores. Well, thankfully retailers are now realizing that their products are not for everybody. Like if they really want to show that they are inclusive and diverse, I mean, I'm going to make an example. And I think I said this to you, love Victoria's secret, love that they used a, a, a downs model for their, for their ad, love it. They don't have any adaptive products on their site. Like that makes no sense to me. Yeah. So in my brain, it was sort of like, that's great that you have her as a model, but you're not really supporting the mission of, I feel like they did it to check the box. Yeah. So Victoria's Secret, call me. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I've already called them. So we're working yeah. on it. <laughs> already in the works of a partnership. Well, um, not, not quite yet, but we're getting there. <laughs> almost, almost. We'll manifest it. We'll manifest it a little yeah. bit. Well, even Nordstrom's and Target, I mean, you are getting this, Yeah, I mean, eventually into the hands of every person. JCPenney, um, we just, we launched all the loungewear with JCPenney and the, everyone's been wearing, like, I can't even tell you how many times a day I get a little Google alert and there's someone else in our loungewear tagging us or JCPenney all over, like everywhere. Wow. Yeah. Well, well, even I, I didn't realize, or maybe I did, but I didn't, that you're an Aerie. Yeah. And, and they were one of our very first partners. Huge, huge. Mm -hmm. And they are a perfect example of a company that doesn't only talk the talk, but walks the walk. Oh, what, they had that Aerie Real program. Yep. And 
they do. Yes, exactly. They, I mean, they have all the ambassadors that, you know, have some, a disability or not, you know, cause I wear my, my products and say, and you know, I am perfectly capable of bending over capable of getting myself dressed. It's just comfortable. And sometimes it's just easier to put on, but the, they to absolutely walk the walk and talk the talk, yeah. which wow. I love. I love, I love everything about it. And it's like when you are something as, again, as simple as putting on your underwear can be a huge challenge to certain people and a huge task mm -hmm. and they might need assistance, but this is the solution that people can feel that, that sense of responsibility and dignity again, to be able to put on their own underwear, yeah. be it's, able to put on their own clothing, yeah. just the confidence and like, you know, and again, that's why Helia developed it because she couldn't put her own underwear on unless someone was helping her. My friend's husband had um, hip replacement surgery. She had to put his underwear on for six weeks. And by the end of that six weeks, she was done putting his underwear on. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not doing it anymore. So that's another thing. This is a, an, all of our products are incredible for caregivers. If you have, if you're taking care of somebody who can't take care of themselves and you have to get them dressed every day. This makes your life so much easier. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, yeah. I, I think it's phenomenal. And I'm so excited for, for everything that, that is going Me to happen with you. there. Um, I mean, Wendy, again, I can't say it enough. Like you are one of my favorite people. <laughs> so I, I can't thank you enough, but just some closing questions just to reflect on the entire experience, everything from okay. your entire life. What would you tell your 35 year old self oh. before any of this happened, like before when you were like living that white picket fence, perfect life, what advice would you give to yourself? Well, see that third, that 35 year old girl didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Just that, you know, again, and I know this is so cliche because this is what everyone says is you're going to be fine. It's going to be rough, a little, a little rough around the edges for a little bit, but it's going to be fine. And, and I'm telling you, I wouldn't trade, you know, my cute little place I have now, like I wouldn't trade it to go back ever. Something that I also want to touch on that, that resonated with me is that I knew you during this time and I had no clue. Nobody did. I'm such a faker, the biggest <laughs> faker ever. Fake, fake, fake. No, I'm kidding. Not really. No, but no I'm, I was that person that when I was out, I was still the picture of like happy and everything's great. And, you know, and then I would come home and cry. Not yeah. every time, but a lot. No. Yeah. And, you know, you re referenced the speech I gave for the beauty guides of limelight and their faces that of all the people that knew me, they were floored. They were like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's no, this is my story. No one would have known. No. Oh, no, in a million years. no one in a million years could it would have ever thought guessed you know but the two my sister and my one of my best friends that was there at the time they were like yeah they knew every detail and they knew every story they heard they saw all the tears they saw the meltdowns the fall aparts the everything and they were like yeah you guys have no idea <laughs> and, and this was a story that that you mentioned that you didn't plan on telling anyone this was something no. you not Michelle know. came to me and was like you have to tell this story I promise you there are thousands of women in that audience that day that have something similar happen to them and you need to show them that that you're, you're you'll be fine yeah and and it's true because as soon as I was done 
complete strangers that people I'm actually now friends with on social media and whatever, they always reach out in tears, like, wow. and they don't know me. So they didn't know me, like they didn't know me before. So it wasn't like in tears that like, oh, like a pity party, like, oh, I feel so bad that I ha this is people that are like the same thing happened to me. And, you know, and then they tell me their story and theirs is actually to me worse than mine. Like mine's just money. Who cares? Yeah. Some of these women were being actually abused and that's, you know, and I'm like, okay, but like, let's get you out of the situation. You know, let's figure yeah. this out. You have to figure it out for yourself. Yeah. I had a lot of that. And Michelle was right. You're going to, you, there were so many women that had very similar stories and they needed to hear that. And they did. And a lot of them had these aha moments and many of them that I stayed in touch with didn't happen right away, but a lot of them changed their life, you know, figured out a way, you know, as best they could, um, of how to change their situation and make a better life. And a lot, and most of these women were a heck of a lot younger than I am. Wow. <laughs> so, for a while I was like, I'm too old for this. <laughs> the other thing is also, I'm just, the other blessing is that my kids were not babies. Yeah. Um, my kids were senior in high school, sophomore in college. Um, and then by the time we told them they were both going in back into college, um, I can't imagine this happening with young children. So these women that have these situations and have young children and have to be the caregiver, like mine were older, mine could take care of themselves. And also yeah. mine are old enough to understand there was no pretending there was no, they, they could make their own judgment of what they wanted to, but you know, I made my ex tell the kids exactly what he did. Wow. Oh Yeah. I yeah, was like, we're going to sit down right here and you're going to tell them and I'm going to just sit over here and be like, yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So we talked about it a, a couple times, a couple times throughout, throughout this, but what is, what's your main takeaway? Like for other people, if you could leave a message for people about your story, what would you want to tell them? That you're, so, I promise you, you're stronger than you realize. Every, all these women that cannot get out of their own way and have that analysis paralysis where they're like, I mean, I still get analysis paralysis all the time, you know, like just, you know, this past week with my taxes and, and my lease and my cars, like all these things are happening. And I'm not used to making these decisions because I didn't make them for many, many, many years. And now all of a sudden I have to, you, you just, you're, a, I promise just one foot in front of the other. You are so much, you, you can, you can figure out anything. Yeah. No, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and, and so many people are like, I'm not as strong as you are. I'm like, why not? Yeah. Yeah, you are. Like, no, before this all happened, I don't think anyone was like, oh, she's so strong. You found it within you. I just, yeah. When, when things happen, right. When stuff happened, you just have to buckle up and get out there. <laughs> and it's not always pretty. It's not always pretty. And they're, you know, you're going to have the meltdowns and you're, but every, you know, I say this to my daughter, everything is, looks brighter in the light of day. So when you're going to bed and you're crying your eyes out, cause you don't know what you're going to do the next day, you wake up the next day and you're like, okay, here we go again. Let's make it better. New day. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're I welcome. mean, I'm so thrilled to have you on here and, and I can't wait for people to, to hear this and I wish you the best of luck and I want people to follow you on your journey with Slick Chicks. Yes, everyone go follow slickchicksonline.com. It's a really good story. We have a blog. Um, we have this wonderful writer, Sarah, that has taken care of that. Um, and honestly, 
all of it's new to me. I this whole world of in the adaptive space is so inspiring and forget about my stuff. These people that actually are using my products and telling their stories are beyond incredible. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. So you follow. heard it here. Go follow Slick Chicks on all social media platforms. Go yeah. out, buy yourself a pair. Soon um, you're going to see us everywhere. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We're, we're, we're in a, a decent amount of retailers. We're going to be everywhere soon. <laughs> <laughs> right? From my okay. mouth to God's ears. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Take care. All right. Bye. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Share Your Story podcast with your host, Megan McGowan. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. This helps others find the show, and we really appreciate it. Once again, thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Share Your Story podcast.